Hey everyone, Mike here. Tonight is Saturday, February 22nd. Uh, today I'm going to be toying around with my good buddy Joe Vasopolo. We just got back from the first day of New York Toy Fair and we're going to share our thoughts on some of the stuff we saw, some of the stuff we're excited to come out, and um, just our overall experience with the day. So Joe, thank you for being here today. Thank you for accompanying me all day at Toy Fair, keeping me company. No, thanks. It was a great time. We got to check out Mezco, NECA, Hasbro, um, Spin Masters. Lots of fun stuff coming our way. Lots to look forward to. Plenty of surprises. All right, let's start with Spin Masters because um, Spin Masters is a brand that my only real experience with them prior to the start of this year when they acquired the DC license was um, Fugglers, which is something that my wife and I collected together, which um, they're funny, ugly monsters. They're these stuffed dolls with realistic looking teeth and eyes. Um, and something that I thought was pretty cool. There was nothing there for Fugglers, which, you know, left me a little concerned. I don't, we don't really collect it as much anymore, but I still like seeing product on the shelf. Um, so not seeing any of that there was a little disheartening for me. Um, and, but their big, their big showing today was the DC stuff. Of course. Um, what are your thoughts on what they're doing with the DC license? They've acquired the master license from Mattel. Um, of course, McFarlane is also making DC action figures, but the two companies are doing completely different things with the with their line. So um, right, Spin Masters is way more focused on children and play, and the comic series, which they pointed out to us today. Somebody in our group had asked a question, asking um, if that was a mandate passed down by Warner Brothers in DC that their product has to focus on more comic book stuff. Um, and they did mention that all of their stuff is from rebirth. Um, but there will be movie stuff as those movies come out. She specifically mentioned, uh, Robert Pattinson's the Batman mm -hmm. coming out next year or later this year, whenever it is. Um, so there will be product for those kind of movies absent though, was anything from the wonder woman movie coming out in a few months. Surprising. And wonder woman did have a presence, but I don't remember seeing um, nothing from the movie. Yeah, nothing Just from the movie. No, no Maxwell, no Lord, no Cheetah. Um, I don't think I saw an Aries in there. Mm -mm. But Wonder Woman did make an appearance in some of the uh, some of the more classic or at least most recent iterations of the Justice League from the comics. Uh, yes, definitely some representation, but not from the film, not yet. So you're very similar to me in that you know almost anything Batman will. We'll find the excuse to buy. What, have you picked up anything from Spin Masters? What, what did you think about what you saw today from them? Uh, I haven't gotten anything from them just yet, but seeing as what they have to offer after today, um, we may be getting a couple variations of Batman for the heck of it. Um, they're Batmobiles. I love the designs. Looks like one of them is from the White Knight storyline, which is fairly recent. Um, not my favorite design. I think it's the one that has a little speedboat that pops out of the back of it. But there was another one that uh, I'm looking at some pictures here. I'm trying to see. Yeah, it's just a different version of the Batmobile, and I'm just a sucker for those. It doesn't matter what scale it is. It could be Hot Wheels. It could be um, Ertl. It could be from the comics, cartoons. It doesn't matter if it's a Batmobile, so long as it's not too large. 
uh, there's a good chance I'll buy it. And I'll probably be picking up one or two of these uh, newer style Batmobiles that they have to offer. There was also one that's remote control that can hold their four inch figures, which I thought was neat and uh, kind of wish my son was still into Batman like he used to be. Then I feel like I have way more of an excuse to have one in the house. But um, What do you think about the figures though? The figures, the designs are pretty good. They said they're really trying to, again, yes, stick to the books, but they're really focusing on the sculpt. And uh, I can definitely see where some of the influences are coming from. Uh, they had one Talon figure that was slightly different design from the comics, but I really liked their twist on it. Um, it was very clean. There was no accessories that I saw that were available to it, but the design alone was very strong for that character. Um, and I'm looking through some pictures now as we talk about this. Uh, I like their rendition of Copperhead, which is basically um, half man, half snake, or a snake man. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, that may be the new 52 iteration. I'm not all that familiar with any of the stories he's been in as of late, but I think they've pretty much made him into um, way more of a physical meta than he has classically been. Now, the the, the uh, Court of Owls figure that they had, it had looked like it had maybe five points of articulation to it. It was much taller than uh, the six-inch scale. It was probably closer to eight or nine inches, right? Yeah, uh, uh, looks like the head's on a ball joint. Uh, it's kind of uh, ball joint shoulders, and there's a swivel at the elbow and one hinge. Also, the the hips appear to be ball joints as well, so you should have a pretty decent range of motion on that uh, single hinge at the knees. And if I'm seeing this correctly, it may just be part of the sculpt, but yeah, I don't believe there's any articulation in the ankles, which would be helpful with these because they're a little large. They could be a little awkward to stand up. But um, well, Do you collect anything in that scale? Not so much. It's usually higher-end stuff. When it comes to that, um, I may be skipping out on this scale for Spin Masters, at least for what they're offering. Uh, when, it, when it comes to something at this size, I would like to see more detail, kind of like the... It's not Marvel Legends, but... I can't remember what line it was. They had like kind of like upscale 12-inch Marvel Legend figures. If they're going to be that much larger, i like to see a lot more detail in there than what this is i think my problem with spin masters is that there's there there's so many different scales that they're putting out figures in and i don't think that any of them are particularly great i'd like to see them focus on one scale and put everything into that making it the best it can be um the three and three quarter figures uh some of the some of the sculpts for the bodies are are decent but the, i feel like the faces are very soft um, uh, it's not a scale I collect anymore, you know, since GI Joe stopped with that a few years ago. Um, the larger figures don't go with anything in my collection and the six inch figures just almost look like the three and three quarter ones scaled up a few inches. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I haven't been impressed with anything they've shown off so far. Um, I've been a little bit more impressed with McFarlane's DC showings, but even those, I feel like, um, like McFarlane's going through some growing pains with them, and I'm hopeful that after they bang out a few waves, maybe they'll go back and refine some of the um, some of the weaker points of their figures. Sure, and 
with the Fortnite figures they've been doing recently, they're learning to put more articulation into their work. And it's something that I really appreciate because I've loved McFarland's stuff since they started. But it's always been about the sculpt and not so much of the playability. And yeah. with these DC characters, you can tell that they realize what collectors are looking for. They want good sculpt, they want great paint apps, and they want to be able to pose these things. So the articulation, it's there. Uh, it, could they do it Aesthetically, cleaner? I don't think it's very pleasing, though. Sure, well, yes, especially like uh, the midsections of some of the characters. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one, uh, yeah, John Stewart, Green Lantern, I didn't like how they missed paint on the shoulders. Like, they, they kind of skimped out on that. It's a gross oversight to let something like that go. You need to have his arms almost halfway raised up to get all that covered up. Um, yeah, and they're doing stylized figures from the animation. They already have a style. McFarlane's doing a stylized stylization. Yeah. So it's, it's compounded to the point where it's, it's, yes, you recognize the characters and you recognize the design. Maybe the box art kind of gives it away, but also it almost feels like it could be a separate thing from what they're trying to do. That being said, I, I do have and absolutely love the Bat Raptor vehicle from McFarlane. I'd like to see them um, put more vehicles out, especially if they're going to take that much care and, and the quality of it. That really blew me away. I picked up Nightwing and, and uh, Superman when the line first came out, and uh, neither one of them blew me away or, in my opinion, were, were an improvement over what we've previously gotten. Um, but the batter after I really, really enjoyed. Um, they showed off some figures from the new Wonder Woman movie. They had the gold eagle armor, and they had the regular um, Wonder Woman outfit. Right, and I thought, brighter colors too, which I, I was really happy to see. I thought the the armored Wonder Woman looked great. I didn't like the look of the other one. There was just something off about her proportions, in my opinion. She just it it looked awkward to me. I didn't have much problem with it, um, but then I did kind of take a quicker look at it. Uh, but McFarland did show off as part of their Mortal Kombat 11 line, Spawn, right. who I thought they blew out of the water. I think that figure looks absolutely incredible, and that's something I will definitely seek out to buy. And I think a lot of us have been waiting for a Spawn figure that oh, sure. has great articulation. I know there have been at least two that they made before and they go for ridiculous yeah. money now aftermarket. Uh, they have like the original design with like a partially like red body. And then they had another one that came later on with like the larger glove, the larger boot and none of the red on the torso. And I think also an, artic an articulating cape, but um, I mean, compared to some Marvel legends and other things that even McFarland's making now, those don't even match up. The proportions, I, I felt like Spawn was, Spawn was way too skinny for that. and almost looked like mm -hmm. Spider-Man dressed as Spawn. <laughs> um, but this one, the detail's pretty good. And I'm really excited for it. I plan on getting one, maybe making its own cape, maybe putting some wire through the chain. Um, yeah, it's that, got a lot of potential. If that figure had, I mean, I, I would love to see uh, Mezco tackle spawn um i think that would lend itself really well to their style especially you know a cloth cape with some wire in it 
would put that you know just that character in general and just put it over the top um i totally agree with that i just don't see mcfarlane uh wanting to hand over his baby yeah, to someone that. else absolutely i don't see that happening either <laughs> and i can understand because he doesn't need to sure. he has his own toy company but i also don't think his company's going to go in that direction with the character i'm just saying that's something i would personally like to see that's oh, like yeah. a little bit of a growl they would kill um, it let's go to mezco we were at their booth um the first thing that stood out to me about their booth is the uh the, the dioramas that they set up to display their figures were insane this year yes they were tall glass cases mm -hmm. um they had one devoted to dc characters and almost looked like a scene straight off of the planet apocalypse uh there were flames coming out of the bottom and this and all the characters were on this huge tower we had uh the flash chasing yeah, zoom around which i thought was great use of the figures there and the stands. sideways on it right and we had uh, Green Lantern and Superman going up against, uh, you know what, I always do this. I see Apocalypse. Not Apocalypse, Dark Side. Uh, see, okay, th this is what I'm talking about. I always want to call Dark Side Apocalypse, partially because they share a very similar appearance and Dark Side resigns, resides on Apocalypse. So my brain immediately just goes <laughs> to, it's horrible, I know. I thought the dioramas were off the hook. And the other one was uh, devoted to Marvel, and we had plenty of X-Men, plenty of Avengers, and and um, they had a basically single characters going up against Hydra. And the, the Hydra were Daredevil figures. They were just the Netflix Daredevil figures with the horn shaved off. Right. And a Hydra patch on their arm. Um, and that goggles, said, they're fantastic. That being said, they look pretty good. Um they also had a Gomez display and the Pink Skull Club displayed. Mm -hmm. And they had something new, that fish guy that was in like a tank. Uh, what, what the hell was his name? You know what I'm talking about? Did you see that one? I did see that one. Uh, it looked like he was surrounded by a bunch of angler fish. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the name... It was. The, it was strange. It sounded like it could have been a band name, the 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 character's name, and it was like the character's name and the Baron Benz. That was his name, Baron Benz. I don't know if that's um, an exclusive original property. It is an original. Property yeah, that's awesome. I so I guess in the same vein as Gomez and the Pink Skull Club. Um, I don't think there's a date for it yet. Uh, there were two different heads displayed. They had another one of him tucked away at the bottom, kind of hidden in like a cavern. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they had a gigantic King Kong, which I think may have been released already. He looked great, though. Yeah, it was spectacular. Um, what else did they show that was new? I mean, not that it was new, but just every time I see it, I feel like it's, it's more and more impressive. Ghost Rider. Oh, yes. The bike. The bike is great. Um, I can't say that it really draws from any one particular bike from either the films or the comics. Again, they put their own spin on a character, taking little pieces from here and there and mixing it up and putting out their own thing where it is 
absolutely recognizable as a hellfire infused or possessed cursed bike. And it's one of my favorites that I've seen that it's been made physically so far. They also had this, what's the newest Batman? Hmm. Sovereign, not not sovereign. There's ascending sovereign. uh, Oh no, I look at him, I just want to call him (laughs) old and grumpy. Uh, (laughs) He looked great. (laughs) Yeah. He looked awesome. Uh, I like how they, um, instead of going with a yellow or gold or brass belt, They've just Supreme Knight. Supreme Knight. Yes, they have a gray belt on that, and I think it just looks so much better. I on dig that character. I dig the the uh, knee pads on him. Well, yeah, I mean, you get to be that old, you know, jumping off of buildings and landing hard on top of uh, cargo vans. Yeah, your knees are going to get pretty busted up, so you best be protecting them best you can, especially uh, if you got the money to do it. I think Two Face looks good. Um, I think that the Keaton Batman looks good, although I am a little concerned about how that suit's going to hold up over time. Yeah, and I mean, like, we're talking about this. I know what the cowl looks like in the films, but I thought this was the perfect opportunity to give this son of a bitch a chance to turn his head because the look is great. But the one thing that's always turned me off about this suit is he couldn't turn his head. And they could have made the figure do that. At least give us one setup. There, it comes with three, I think, three different heads, three different expressions. Something. No, I, you know, I think, the, yes, but I think the eyes also move on them. Oh. Well, still, there was a chance that we could have gotten an articulating head from this. And if I ever get my hands on one, there is a chance I may just tear it up and do that. We also saw, again, with a release date this time of fall this year, Modern Wonder Woman. What do you think of her? Um, I don't normally go after Wonder Woman, but this figure is a knockout. I, I really like the classic Wonder Woman exclusive that came out a few months ago. Um, but that was a figure I wasn't expecting to really love, but she became one of my favorites. Uh, I'm excited to get this one. Um, I don't know if she tops the classic one, though. I think maybe the maybe a, st- a stalemate there. I've kind of moved on from really classic designs of characters. As I've gotten older, my taste has changed, and I like things to look a little more um, gritty and realistic with more detail. Uh, when it comes to Mezco, they give so much detail. Now, if you're getting something from McFarlane and it's plastic, sure, the sculpt is going to be great, but I don't really expect to see a lot of intricate, intricate things done. For Mezco, they go all out. They're making the fabric. The joints, they're trying to hide the joints better. Um, of course, well, when uh, we were seeing Hasbro stuff today, we... They mentioned something that we can get into. But um, as far as Mezco goes, I like their spins on modern characters. And I would have to go with this uh, newer version of Wonder Woman that's to come and fall over the classic one, without a doubt. They also showed off for the second time in a show, or I guess maybe the third time, I think they showed him in New York as well, Mr. Freeze. 
yeah, tons of detail. And again, inspiration taken from all different iterations of Freeze. Um, yeah, this guy is ready for all out war. The gun looks, the, the, the cold gun or whatever you want to call it looks very complicated though. Um, maybe a little too complicated, but I'm just going off of a picture. I honestly don't even really remember. Yeah, it looks like a massive piece of technology compared yes. to what we're used to seeing. I think maybe for, for that, I would have liked something a little more simple. Um, they also showed off the classic Harley Quinn in the you know red and black bodysuit. I think she looks good. I think it's an easy pass for me. <laughs> it's just so plain. I, I do like the punk Harley Quinn that's going to go with the uh, punk Joker. Um, I think she looks pretty cool. I don't know if they showed. I don't even remember seeing her today, but she, she, I, she might be a previews exclusive. That right? Yeah, maybe that. Maybe I'm lying. I don't know. Um, I really dug the uh, kind of militaristic punk. It's like very roller tank, derby, very look. tank girl. Very, very, very tank girl. Yes, yes. Uh, KG Beast. I know that's a favorite of yours. You're uh, very no. happy that they're making him. No, I, I think they missed a golden opportunity to give us a Bane. I think there's a lot of us out there who would say, if they had to choose between two, I think a lot of us would go with Bane. But uh, this just goes to show, it's KG Beast is a great-looking figure, and he's been getting a lot more, um, I guess, publicity. Uh, technically, he was in Batman versus Superman. Um, He's kind of made a, a strange appearance in the Arrow TV series, even though they never took the character to where they would in the books, which was disappointing to me. And I think he might have even appeared somewhere else. I can't quite remember. But uh, recently in the comics, he's the one responsible for shooting Dick Grayson, Nightwing, in the head and causing him to get amnesia. And that's a whole other conversation we can get into. But... KGB, as of late, has been getting a lot of love. They also showed Aquaman, which has been out for quite a while. I thought that was a little strange. Um, moving over to Marvel, we start off with a Far From Home Spider-Man in the red and black costume. And I regret kind of not getting one. Um, that suit has grown on me more and more since the film's come out. And for right now, the uh, the Disney exclusive Marvel select character has uh, done a good job of filling that need for that version of Spider-Man. The Marvel, uh, the Marvel legend version, I think they really skipped a few steps on it. I would have loved to have seen the webs filled in on that well, sculpt. I buy the only, you know, the only thing with Marvel now for the most part is I only buy the MCU stuff. Mm unless it's a character like Captain America or Spider-Man or whatever. Right. Um, I didn't buy that Spider-Man. I didn't buy the Far From Home red and black Spider-Man from Legends. I thought the figure looked like shit. Um, and I was going to pick up the figure arts one because I really liked the Homecoming one. Yeah. But I decided to wait for the Mezco, and I'm glad I did. He, I think he looks great. I also think they didn't have him at that booth, but they had him at the Diamond Select booth, the uh, stealth suit. From Mezco, I thought that looked really cool too. Right, that that is an impressive design for that character, and I like how it was uh, used in the film. I don't, you know, Spidey's got to go undercover. He doesn't want everyone to know it's him if he knows he's going to be seen. So he uses alter ego, alter ego, Night Monkey, Night Monkey. <laughs> 
Then we saw again uh, Black, Bold, and Lockjaw. Yeah, could never really get into the Inhumans, but that aside, both are very, very impressive figures. And uh, I think it's a big risk to make a character like Lockjaw. Um, They're not all that well-known. The ABC show didn't really do them any favors, but that dog is fantastic. He's a big puppy. Who wouldn't want it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this has probably been brought up before, but I'm, I'm zooming in on the picture. Black Bolt's head, uh, at least the you know the portion that's exposed, looks almost exactly like the Daredevil that they put out years ago, the comic version of Daredevil. And it also kind of looks like Randy Orton, <laughs> which is a little weird. Um, what else do we have? Iron Fist. I love this Iron Fist. They went and they updated it they they listened to what the fans were bitching about they did not like that he didn't have the uh the belt originally they went in they added the belt i think iron fist looks awesome i'm glad that they didn't listen to any of the people who wanted to see the high collar um i feel like that time has passed and he does have a collar but it's not like the super high no, no, one no, no, like cuts deep down to like almost not the 70s belly. collar right right but he does have a collar on that on his uh his outfit. Um, I like the. I really like the look of the taped hands and and wrists. Um, I think the the dragon accessory that attaches to his hand for the punch. I think that looks awesome. I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't realize that before. Yeah, I just well, like I said, I'm sitting here zooming in on the pictures. Uh, I think he looks really cool. Captain Marvel, I think, came out pretty nice. Um, I but I think I'd rather have them waited and put out an Endgame version. Uh, yeah, the different color scheme they use with predominantly more red in the endgame version. Um, I think that would have been a better choice for this, but they didn't have the unmasked head on display. Um, but I, you know, the figure was pretty good. Not the worst. I've seen Thanos. Uh, they have the big grin on on display here. Thanos is a big boy. Yeah, he's a big son of a bitch. Yes, he um, is. The gauntlet lights up. Um, I think he looks pretty cool. I'm a little hesitant to buy him, though, or pre-order him because I got burned with Darkseid. I paid retail, and then he dropped down to almost 120 a few weeks later. I was kicking myself that I paid 180 for him. Um, So I'm a little hesitant to pre-order him, knowing, you know, the trend that we've seen lately with some of their figures. What else did we have? Magneto, we've seen. Morbius. Morbius, yeah. He was a bit of a surprise today. Um, But they've shown him before. They showed him at San Diego for the first time. uh, Um, I can't help but look at him and see him as the long-lost member of KISS. So (laughs) I think that the figure looks really nice. I really like the head. I... Don't like the insanely deep V of his costume. I mean, it's coming down almost to his crotch. It's a little much. Yeah, but again, accurate or not, accurate right, or not, right. I, it's a little much. I think they should have maybe uh, cut that shit off at the sternum. <laughs> or maybe they did that for the ladies, or at least the men who uh, like yes. men with low, low, low low cut shirts well for the men that love leather we are now moving on to ghost rider which we spoke a little bit about before um i think the the head looks amazing 
The jacket looks great. The whole outfit. And that bike is just fucking awesome. I would have liked to have seen more spikes on this version of Ghost Rider. He doesn't, he doesn't have any spikes. No spikes. Um, I am curious to see if the chain he comes with will be um, bendy. I think they messed up if it isn't. Yeah. I can understand not doing a real chain. I get the logistics of mm-hmm. of that, but I, I feel like if it's not bendy, that's going to be a little disappointing. And I'd love to see it be able to connect at the ends or maybe even have some kind of hook attachment. Uh, there's some depictions of Ghost Rider with uh, with a hook on the end, kind of like what Lobo has, but it all depends on, you know, who's drawing him at the time. Gambit. Now, I didn't want this, but after seeing it in front of me today, I think I may need to add another X-Men to my ranks. Because right now I have... The Cyclops and well, I mean, that, three different versions. That's not, of that's not bullshit, Joe. You're you're a big X Men fan. You got you got the fucking logo tattooed on your shoulder. This for this sake. is true. Yeah. So I mean, no, I'm an easy mark. Nobody, yeah, nobody's <laughs> pulling your leg uh, with a gun to your head saying you you need another X Men. Um, I think Gambit looks great. I the 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 metallic colors on him pop. Um, I love the, that they went with the the uh, the Jim Lee aesthetic. Sure. On this. There's not too much variation from that design, and I don't think that's a bad thing at all. He, I think he looks great. Um, I want Rogue, like now. <laughs> they had the Warriors on display, which came out not that long ago. They had Popeye and Bluto, which they've been showing since the summer on display. Um, I have both Popeyes that came out, and I'm really excited for Bluto. Um, Popeye, I feel like, was a sleeper hit for them. I think it's one of those figures that people – we're like, oh, that's cool. And then when it hit, people were like, that's really fucking cool. And, and you know, I don't think Mezco anticipated the excitement for it and underproduced them, which is now why we're getting another one in a two-pack with Blue Bell. Will that make the third or fourth version? This is the third Popeye. Popeye. They had the original in the All-Navy, and then they had the Mezco exclusive in the All-White. I'm not the biggest. I've never been the biggest Popeye fan. I've always appreciated the character. However, it's strange that with no cartoon and that's, no movie. That's my dog going crazy in the background. <laughs> Somebody must be outside of the house, and she's not happy about it. Eh, she's doing her job. <laughs> so you, you were never the biggest Popeye fan? No, but you can't deny the work that's gone into this is fantastic. Uh, it's not enough to make me want one, but... It's probably one of the best characters they've worked on outside of Batman. And not just because of the amount that they've made of him. I would love to see them do, after the way they blew Popeye out of the war, I'd love to see them do the Scooby Gang. Wow. Wow. That would be really interesting. They've done Hanna-Barbera before they did Space Ghost. I would love to see them do Scooby, Shaggy, Fred, Velma, and Daphne. I think those would be really cool. But then who's going to be the villain? You don't even need you don't even need that. I don't even think you need that. I just think having the complete Scooby gang is enough. You could put you could put him with Freddy, you could put him with Jason, Michael oh, Myers, yeah, you know Pennywise. What? You could have him yeah, 
Frankenstein. All right, you, you you kind of sold me. You sold me on the idea. I don't know if I would buy them, but I think that's a terrific idea. They also showed off Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas <laughs> from Planet of the Apes, that the original Planet of the Apes. Um, I think he looks nice. Um, do I think he's an improvement over what NECA did when they had the line a few years ago? No, I wasn't paying much attention to uh, Planet of the Apes that anytime really except for well he looks nice he's not a bad looking looks, figure it looks like a miniature version but i think you know like obviously things. it's a different style neck is not using cloth but i don't think that this is a vast improvement over what NECA put out um they also showed off which i think we're both excited about alien predator now when they released predator I know a lot of us were thinking you can't have one without the other. So there's no price point on Predator, and it's due to come out this fall. What do you think that's going to retail for? I wouldn't be surprised if it went for 110 It's a ridiculous sculpt. There's plenty of accessories. I would um, assume there's some sort of light-up feature there. I would hope so, and also because of the license, it may cost them a little bit more to have access to that and that may get kind of passed on to the consumer. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Predator turned into a 110 range. The one thing I was slightly disappointed in with the design is, like I said before, I love what Mezco does when they take a character and they put their own spin on it. This Predator, I think it's from the first film, the original, or what we call the, uh, the Jungle Hunter. It is the original Predator. We have so many versions of this already. But their alien is the same thing as Big Chap from the original Alien. One of the most boring versions of Alien, in my opinion. I love the 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 skull on that one with the smoky dome, you know, the clear dome. I really dig that. What strikes me as a little odd, I guess because it's, you know, it's a little strange to see him look so dry. That and to it's, me, it's it, very matte. Like the finish on him is very matte. Yeah. Um, and I like my aliens to look, um, how do I say it? Alien. This kind of looks like a guy in a suit. And while it may be respecting the original film, I can't help but see it and think there's a guy in there. They also showed off which we have seen before, but just as impressive, in my opinion, Conan. Conan, which is ripped right off of a Frazetta painting. And I don't say that as if it's a bad thing. Um, it's one of the better representations we've seen of him since, I would say, since McFarlane had made their, uh, their comic um, designs or the ones that kept closer to the books. Uh, you know, well, I'm not really sure the amount of detail that's gone into this. This man is covered in scars. You can see just about every muscle you need to. The weapons that come with them are classic. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them come with some kind of axe, but um, maybe a head with a helmet. Perhaps later on we'll see Conan... Uh, the barbarian, and we'll have a variant of this. I think that would be a terrific idea, but I want this is a great start for the character. I want to come back to Conan in a minute. Uh, they show John Wick. 
from John Wick 2. Did he have a hand that was missing fingers? Did you happen to notice that? No. We had a chance to look through the catalog, and, of course, lots of Mezco figures come with different sets of hands, but I would have really liked to see one missing uh, a digit or two. Then you could have a John Wick that works across multiple films. Well, I think that I don't think that's in their plan because they know damn well that they can pump out another John Wick, and we will gladly pay for it. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm really hoping they updated this guy with double jointed elbows, uh, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I think the the likeness and the head looks great. Um, and the last figure that they had in their booth from the 112 collection was Hellboy from the uh, the movie that came out last year with David Harbour. What do you think of this Hellboy? Oh, I love that. You know, it seems like a much slimmed down version compared to what we saw with Ron Perlman. And that's okay. I don't want every new iteration to look like the one that came before. And do you remember if this one came with a horned head? That's with the, the flaming crown? That's or the that's... previews exclusive. Okay. Um, that one was far more interesting to me than your your typical classic style of Hellboy. I'm pulling that picture up for you right now so you can take a peek at him. You compare, he, he does not come with the jacket, um, but he comes with the big horns and the crown. Yes. I think he looks awesome. Um, I wanted to go back to Conan because when we were at Diamond's booth, they had 112 figures with cloth clothing from Jurassic Park. Uh, across the Jurassic Park movies, they had Dr. Grant, they had Dr. Malcolm, and they had uh, whatever the hell Chris Pratt's character's name was. They had two raptors. They were not wearing clothes. And <laughs> they had, what was, who else did they have? Oh, Conan. They had Arnold Conan. Yes. I'm trying to pull up that picture so I could say who made them because they looked really cool. Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, I do not. <laughs> and, of course, all the pictures I have. Chronicle Collectibles. Yes. Chronicle Collectibles. Let me see here. We have, And they seem to be slightly taller than um, what you would expect to see Mezco make. But also... Um, I would go as far to say they could keep up with Mezco. I think the likenesses are a little soft on them, but if they're putting out a solid product, there's always room to grow. Um, I mean, I think the first couple figures that Soap Studio put out, which was being compared to Mezco, I thought they looked like trash. And then they were, you know, the first two were Arrow and Flash. And they had unmasked heads that did not look good. But then they put out Reverse Flash, and he looked amazing. Um, the placard for this company has zero information. The SKU, the MSRP, the ship date. I believe they did mention they were going for around 80 bucks a piece. No, you're thinking of... was that, Or was that the Beast Kingdom? That was the Beast Kingdom... Uh. Uh, the Joker and who else did they have? They had a few figures that oh they had uh they had the Heath Ledger Joker, 
And Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. There, were, there was one. Uh, Jack Skeleton, too. Uh, from yes, uh, Night yes. Before Christmas. And there was one or two others there that I can't think of. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, but there's zero information on them. Then we went over, we saw Storm Collectibles. They had some pretty cool stuff. They had two different Aries from Injustice. Yeah, and the designs on those, the detail, I think they're fantastic. They're a little bit taller than what I'd like to see in stuff I collect, but they have a Batman. And I will buy Batman in almost any scale so long as it's got great articulation, great paint apps, um, a great design. It doesn't take much. So they did have a Batman, they had a Superman, they had the two different Aries. They had Doomsday, who I think looks phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They had Bane, who's already out. Um, Lobo and Darkseid. Yes, and Lobo, fantastic. I think Darkseid does too. Yeah. The only thing that got me down was um, for their Superman, the head looked a little tiny compared to the rest of the body to the point where it looked like even Superman was wearing a muscle suit. Yeah, it's very broad shoulders, very big, boulder-like shoulders here. I got it up too. Um, and then moving on to Mortal Kombat, they had two different Raidens, um, one in blue and one in red. They had Motaro, which I think looked great. Um, and then they had you know the same couple uh, Cyber Ninjas that they've put out the past few months. Gears of War had Warden. No, I'm I'm not a fan of Gears of War. I've never really played the games, but this is a a monster, really, really cool looking figure. And I haven't gotten around to playing this game yet, but it's a character that looks like it could fit into so many um, genres. Where I would have been happy to put it on a shelf with uh, some sword and sorcery stuff with with aliens of some sort. It's just fantastic the the work that's gone into it. It's horribly underlooked. We then passed by Iron Studios and saw some really cool statues. Um, they had a lot from Endgame. They had Captain Marvel, which this the is the entire Black Order. The entire Black Order, and they looked phenomenal. I really, really dig um the Ebony Maw figure. It looks awesome. He's on he's standing on like a pile of floating rocks. And it looks like he's manipulating probably strange. Um I think he's the best looking one there. I mean, Thanos looks awesome too, but um, I think he's the best looking one there. They also had uh, Cap versus Cap. <laughs> America's ass. Had America's ass. Versus America's ass. Those are pretty cool looking. And they had Stark for the snap. The sacrifice, yes. A little, a little too clean shaven, I think. I think they could darken up that facial hair a little. Right, I would have. Love to have seen more. It kind of looked like he just had a little bit of like five o'clock shadow in your classic Stark goatee design. But the the real centerpiece of their booth was the uh, the X Men versus the Sentinels. Holy crap! If we I ever win the lottery, we've got <laughs> two or three giant Sentinels here. And you've got all of the X-Men fighting them. You've got Jubilee, Rogue, Beast, uh, Cyclops. 
they even threw Juggernaut and Deadpool Deadpool's in there. Deadpool's in there. Yo, just saw Deadpool. You got Magneto. Kitty Pride's coming out of one of their legs. Um, Storm is floating around one of their heads. I'm sure Log- oh, there's Logan swiping at his arm. I mean, this is really cool. It's super impressive. Um, the one of the beastiest beasts I've seen. Yeah. And just totally bulky and Psylocke. savage. They're all there. They're all there. We already spoke about Spin Masters. Um, so I'm just looking through the pictures that we took today and kind of going in that order, but we already spoke about Spin Masters. Um, oh, we did skip around a little bit because... Yeah, we had gone to Iron Studios and then Spin Masters. All right, we're. I, I want to leave. I want to leave uh, something for last. All right, we went to the Hasbro panel tonight. They presented a lot of product. Um, they started off with Power Rangers, and they showed off Wave Five of the lightning collection um which it had already leaked they were very jovial about the fact that most of what they were showing across all of their brands had already been leaked (laughs) they were well aware and slightly disappointed um so wave five has the blue mighty morphin power ranger billy um the red time force ranger the pink ranger slayer from the boom studios comics and the gold Zeo Ranger, which is a kind of a re-release of the Comic-Con figure, except now it's Trey of Triforia instead of Jason. Um, so I thought that was a nice little way of changing it up a little bit. You have a new portrait. It's not the same character, so to speak. Um, and I, I think that gold Zeo Ranger is an awesome figure. So if you missed out on it, you know, through the San Diego Comic-Con figure, I think this is an awesome way to get it back out there because if you're a fan of power rangers if you're a fan of zeo if you're a fan of jason you have to have that figure um i think the pink ranger slayer looks super cool i mean that's just a really cool design and they knocked it out of the park i was a little surprised though that we did not get an unmasked kim head with it um she's got a tattered cape uh billy looks good i hope the head sculpt comes out you know decent a little cleaner a little cleaner uh they've been very hit or miss with their with their actor portraits um i don't have trini in hand yet but from what it looks like in pictures looks like she came out maybe the best so far um that's all they really showed for power rangers as far as lightning collection then we had them talk about rita and oh yeah oh GameStop exclusive 25th wedding anniversary, Rita and Zed. <laughs> people have been clamoring for Rita. Um, I've seen a lot of people complain online, though, about the the portrait for Rita saying that it looks like they combined all three actresses instead of focusing on just one. Um, I think it's a smart move, really. If that's what they did, cool. If it's not what they did, it's still very recognizable as Rita Repulsa. Um, this is a figure it's that... I guess I, yeah, those big cone titties of hers. Um, I, this is a figure that a lot of people didn't think we were going to get um, for whatever reason, you know, one reason or another, we are getting her. It looks like they improved the paint on Zed, which is great. It's not just the same exact figure. They painted his nails this time. Um, I think they fixed the staff. 
Um, so, you know, it's an upgrade, which is, I don't know. It's not me trying to convince myself to buy it because I've already, You've already bought it. it. I've already pre-ordered it. <laughs> um, you know, you don't, you don't have to tell me to do, you don't have to convince me. Um, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think that the lightning collection, now it's not without its flaws, but it's still in its freshman year. The figures haven't even been out a year yet. They started to hit last April around the middle of the month. Um, I think what we've gotten so far has been, there's been more pros than cons and I'm excited to see where they go with it. This is Power Rangers was a property that when I was a kid, I loved it and I fell out of it after Zio. And then I picked it back up with turbo. Not, no, 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 not turbo. Um, I picked it back up within space and then I fell out of it again. Um, and I, I was buying the comics when they first, when Boom Studio first put them out. And then I just, it, you know, it's too hard with the life to keep up with comic releases. Um, but I've gotten back into it and it's incredible. It's com- the, this, the toy line has completely reinvigorated my love and my passion for Power Rangers. And um, I'm excited to see what, where they go from here because they, in my opinion, have been killing it. They're bouncing all over the different iterations. But every wave so far has had a Mighty Morphin figure in it. So that team should be complete, I would think. I think they have Wave 5 listed as shipping uh, June 1st on Pulse. So I would bet that we get the Black Ranger, who's the final figure we need for the team. Yes, they did release him with the Dragon Shield as a Walgreens exclusive, but a straight-up Black Ranger is the last member of the team that has not been announced. I'm assuming he will be in wave six. Um, and I would guess that would probably come out fall of this year. Now, you don't have any of these power Rangers. You're looking at You're sitting right next to them. What do you think of them? Uh, I think they're great. Their articulation looks good. The head sculpts is what really matters, the detail on the helmet. People, people hate the Red Ranger helmet. They said that – and I've seen, I've seen the pictures. It is not 100% accurate, but it's certainly recognizable. I'm going by memory. <laughs> and I haven't for been sure. Into, uh, I haven't been into Rangers for a while. but I mean, the White Ranger figure is just so clean and cri- – and I mean, that white and black and gold pops so much. It's a good look. Um, the, Zeo, the black and gold Zeo Ranger I think looks amazing. I'd be lying if I told you I knew anything about the other Rangers that have come out, um, with the exception of Draken, which you, who you're looking at right now. Yeah, I'd have to be lying if I said that I don't think this is a good figure at all. This Draken, I'm in touch with Power Rangers since, uh, let's say, 1997. And I'm looking at this and thinking... I wouldn't mind having one on the shelf, but we all know where that goes, don't yep. we? They're like chips. You don't stop with one, so we'll go that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for what, what's to come with them. Um, then they talked about Transformers. That's your t- – I'm not a Transformers guy, so that's your territory, so I'm going to let you talk yeah, about that, that's a bit more in my wheelhouse. And if you want to talk Beast Wars, I'll talk all day, but we're not, <laughs> we're not talking Beast Wars, so you, you do your well, little bit for Transformers. That was one thing that was slightly disappointing to me in that we don't get a lot of representation from those yet. yet. And they didn't allude to anything, but uh, let's face it, the way they've been doing their releases um, – 
they're obviously going to the beginning with every universe or generations line. They start with the G1 characters and they try to re rework them to be more modern with every additional wave or just like how the figures came out when we were younger. You get them in different vehicles. Uh, you get different versions from the, uh, the cartoons that came after. Um, one thing I love are the studio series figures. I love the designs from the films. Um, I only ever appreciate it the fight scenes in most of the Michael Bay films. Uh, that's what I'm there for. Um, there's the ship blow up and alien robots fight, fight, fight. The storyline is secondary to all that for me. So when it comes to the toys to finally get a physical thing of what you see on film in hand, it's, it's fantastic. And we're, uh, I was really happy to see that we're getting a Cybertron cliff jumper from the Bumblebee film, even though he, he didn't last very long. Spoilers, they, they knock him off relatively quick. That was disappointing. Not as disappointing as them ripping up Jazz in the first Transformers film. <laughs> My heart sank when that happened, I'll have to admit. But um, It looked like they had a, a lot of product to go along with the new Netflix. What were they billing in a series? It's a, a trilogy. It's a trilogy, and it's uh, I believe it's War for Cybertron. And it begins with Seeds, uh, Siege and moves on to Earthrise. And there will be another one that comes out later on, but it's going to be, um, it sounded like it was going to be a three-season series. I don't remember how many episodes for each. But one of the most interesting things they had brought up, and this I thought was a great idea, is the character designs you see on the screen are taken directly from the toys. Yeah, they said they used the CAD files for the toys. Right. So when it comes to um, scale and even down to how they transform by individual characters, you will see them on the screen transform the same way you would as if you had them in your hands. And I don't think we've seen that too often. There's a lot of times where if you're familiar with Transformers at all, there's a lot of parts you end up seeing double. Let's say placement of headlights somewhere on the body, whether it's on the chest or the arms, especially with Optimus. It's not all that often, unless it's a really like classic version that the actual front of the truck becomes the actual front of the chest on Optimus. And it sounds like from, from what they've shown us um, in the animation look fantastic. Um, because they're taken right off the files of the characters, they're animating the toys. So it's straight from your hands to the screen. And for me, that's really exciting. Then is there anything else you wanna talk about with Transformers? Anything they show that that really stuck out to you as being you know something you're excited for? They have a few lines that are really focused on kids, and I think one was called the um, cyber like Bumblebee Cyberverse or Cyber Universe, something like that. Yeah, adventures. Right, and while really cartoony and kiddish, there was just some designs that really stuck out to me, and I'll be picking a few of them up. One that I'm really excited for is Thunder Howl 
which is basically a, uh, I believe it was a blue and gold wolf that turns, that kind of like has like a, a knight robot mode. So that's three of my, some of my favorite things right there. Wolves, knights, and robots. Um, if you had asked me to design a transformer, that, would be it. that may be it. And one thing that was uh, a little surprising during the uh, presentation, they showed pictures of them all. And it was the first time I'd ever seen the Thunderhow, which I believe is a completely new character to uh, the Transformers universe. I can't say that I remember him from anything else. And I'm not as well versed in every iteration of Transformers. But this one stuck out to me. They didn't have the actual figure at the booth. And I even brought up that, hey, um, I just saw Thunderhow in the presentation. Is it out here? And they're like, uh, yeah, sure. And we walked back over only to realize it was nowhere on the shelf. And they even had to go to the back and see if it was there. And ended up, they ended up having a conversation behind the scenes. And they came out and they're like, we just didn't have the time to get the prototype out here. So that was a little disappointing, but that is one character I'm looking forward to. And now even Transformers, um, I they've done this once or twice with homage lines or generations, but there's a Build-A-Figure in that where if you get both the first and I believe the second series, you can make, uh, I believe, a new character from the show. I can't remember its name right now, but it doesn't even look like it transforms, but it's awesome as is. I don't really want to collect this line is really children focused, but I want that build a figure. We may end up shelling out a few extra bucks to get that. Um, I would not be surprised. <laughs> then we moved on to a real American hero. G.I. Joe. Uh, I didn't want to like these as much as I did. I've been telling Mike and our, our buddy Norm that this is one line I was going to promise myself not to get into. And that's because we heard in the rumors originally before they even showed snake eyes that the character designs were going to be based on like the original, like eighties iteration of the characters. And I have it in the three quarter scale. No, it's not three quarter scale. Three and three quarter. Three and three quarter inch scale. Um, I have all those already. I'm fine with them. I can move on. Um, a a six-inch scale, I wasn't interested in. But it looks like they've taken some of the original design and updated it. And I'd have to say, uh, I may be taking my word back on this. We may be going full into it back into G.I. Joe. That doesn't sound right at all, but you guys know what I mean. I think Snake Eyes looks phenomenal. I think the the portrait on Duke looks really good. Um, I think all the all the heads on all these figures look really great. Um, I don't know if I like the design of uh, Scarlet or Roadblock too much. Um, Duke is pretty much Duke. Duke's I mean, Duke. yeah. Uh, I don't think Roadblock and, and Scarlet look bad, and I don't know what I was expecting. I I don't know. I just they're okay. Uh, that being said, I'll probably buy them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, so, but they didn't show off any of the villains. Which was very disappointing. And I, I think a lot of us were waiting for that. 
and and they knew we would be disappointed. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit of punishment for the leaks that had happened before. But right. uh, from what I can tell, it looks like we're going to get, and this is just by um, the poster, which I'm going to look at here for reference. In the background, we obviously have some ninjas and what appears to be my favorite kind of viper, the alley viper. We got Destro, you got uh, Baroness. Uh, Cobra Commander, of course. Of course. I'm surprised course. we don't see uh, Firefly or, hell, Storm Shadow. But He's not we know there, that's. He? No, they're not, but we all know. Well, it's Storm only Shadow is rumored. I thought he was rumored for the first wave. Wasn't he? Mm, I thought sure. I thought it was Cobra Commander Baroness and uh, Storm Shadow. I I might be making that up. I don't know. Well, one of um, the other Joes we haven't seen, which is prominent on the artwork here, is well, okay. I'm not sure if that's Gung Ho or Leatherneck. Mm. I get them mixed up sometimes. I would have to, and because it's an updated look. If this guy was wearing a tank top with an anchor on it, I know he'd be gung-ho. But this may be Leatherneck. I'm not sure. That, that Fu Manchu was throwing me off. Yeah. But I like the design. It's very uh, it's very modern. So I'm excited to see where they go with this. Um, I hope they bring vehicles into it. Um, speaking of vehicles, Star Wars, they showed off what they said was their biggest... Black Series vehicle yet, the Snow Speeder. They also had Rogue One, uh, Slave One. Mm-hmm. They had Slave One with a new stand where it's designed so that Slave One can be displayed upright, like it's meant to be, and it comes with Han and Carbonite. They showed off the same, uh, the you know, the same child figures we've seen for the past few months from the Mandalorian. And they showed the theme of this year is going to be the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. So we're getting a whole bunch of different Lukes. Um, if you like the Bespin suit, yes. We're getting Bespin Luke. We're getting Snowspeeder Luke. We're seeing we're uh, getting, Jabba's Palace Luke. Uh, that was in the vintage line. Oh. That was the, 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 three and, the three and three quarter Luke was the Jedi Knight. Um, uh, who, there was another one though, I think. Um, oh, there was the Hoth Luke, which could also be a rebel. Yes, uh, I think it came with multiple heads, so you could have multiple soldiers. I think they said you could, you know, there were eight different combinations. Yes, I think it may actually be a few more than that once you uh cover up the face and start to uh remove other gears. They had uh, uh, Dirty Dagobah R2. You're looking at me like you know what I'm talking about. When they were in Dagobah with Yoda. Oh, yes, yes, dirty. yes. Very, very filthy. Looking. That's right. You got money. You Fil- the hole. Filthy body to match his filthy mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, Lando, updated Lando with the face printing technology. Um, it's pretty spot on. I'll tell you what was really cool. I, I don't collect it. Um, the lightsabers. They showed off the Darth Revan light, lightsaber that comes with a Kyber crystal. 
Am I saying it? Is it Kyber? No. I believe it is a Kyber crystal. And you could actually insert it into the lightsaber. And you could pick the color of it since he had, what, a purple and a red one? Yes. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty damn cool. Um, and then I think the big thing, is there anything else Star Wars that, I'm, that you're thinking of that I didn't? I believe, well, they already talked about the child, the, uh, like the life-size animatronic one. Yeah. The eyes move, the ears move, it makes sound. It's, it's ridiculous. It looks cool. Um, but I think the highlight of the presentation, um, especially since I'm such a big fan of Ghostbusters, was the Ghostbuster portion of it. They brought out Ivan and Jason Reitman, who, if you don't know, Ivan Reitman was the original uh, director of Ghostbusters and his son, Jason, is is directing Ghostbusters Afterlife that comes out this summer. Um, I thought that was awesome. They brought them out. They they both talked about their experiences um, working on the movies. Um, and then they were presented with custom action figures of themselves as Ghostbusters. Which I thought was fantastic. And I really like to see... Uh, some close-ups of that. We haven't gone, we haven't scoured the entire internet since we've come back from this, but uh, I'm sure at some point we're going to get some close-ups. In. I thought the coolest thing about that was that the box for it was actually Tobin's Spirit Guide, the book, um, and it opened up and the figures were in there. And Jason's reaction to it was was priceless. And I don't was, think they were expecting it at and all. J- Jason turned into a six, the six-year-old kid on the set of his father's first Ghostbusters movie. Right. When he opened that up, I mean, he gasped, he, he grabbed his mouth. Um, that was a really special moment. And then they showed off um, the Plasma collection, which is the more Marvel Legends Black Series style uh, lineup, which is going to, excuse me, it's going to have all, of course, all the Ghostbusters. We're going to have Gozer. We're going to have a possessed Dana Barrett. Barrett? Yeah, Dana Barrett. Barrett. And um, we get a Build-A-Figure. It's going to be a Build-A-Ghost. Uh, it's going to be one of the terror dogs. Um, I, I think that's interesting. Um, I don't know if that's what I would have went with because there are two different ones. Um, and I wouldn't want to buy the figures twice just to build two of them. Um, because the only difference is the length of their horns, really. Um, I think that the Ghostbuster figures look good, not great. Um, I think the head sculpts are better than Mattel's, maybe better than Diamond Selects, but I, I still don't think they're 100%. Um, I think the figures would benefit from a wash. Um, to bring out some of the texture in the suits and ground them up a little bit. Uh, I think Zool and Dana both look very soft. I don't think the likeness was there with either one of them. Um, but for the price point, I'd say for twenty bucks, I mean, you're getting your money's worth. You know, I hope they release a scaled Ecto One. They did have an Ecto One on display for the for the more um, kid friendly line. Um, with the features that are shown off in the Afterlife trailer. It looks cool. I want, uh, you know, I want a Plasma Collection Ecto-1, though. And what they did show, which I thought was kind of cool, was um, the Kenner throwbacks of the original figures. 
and I talked about them uh, last week when I spoke to Mike Trenikoff that was talking about when I first got those Ghostbuster figures. So it was cool to see them pop back up. Yeah. Um, and maybe this time, if I buy them, I will not cut the Proton streams off, and maybe I'll just <laughs> keep them in the box like my mom wanted uh, 15 years ago. I'm going to have to skip out on Stay Puff because I still had mine. I didn't have any of them until <laughs> I turned 13 or 14. Excuse me. Uh, so that'll be cool. I'll probably, I might pick them up and, uh, and keep them mocked this time. And that was the end of their presentation. Um, going into the showroom, though, to check out the figures in Madhouse. Yes. Um, you could not move anywhere near the Marvel or Star Wars stuff. Um, Power Rangers was pretty wide open, which was sucks for them, but was good for me. Uh, GI Joe would, you know, it was a very small area, but they didn't there, have was, really there much wasn't to show a lot either. to display. Yeah, it was four figures. Ghostbusters, it was cool to see all that stuff. Um, oh, we didn't talk about Marvel. Well, I knew we were getting to it because well, I was honestly, trying to go in order of what they, how they did it, but <laughs> we 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 glanced over Marvel. Um, I think one of the highlights of Toy Fair for me today was the reveal of the original Fox X-Men movies. X-Men figures. Yeah. They show they started by showing Wolverine in the leather jacket and then they fucking kicked that door down and they showed off another Wolverine in a tank top. They <laughs> showed off a two pack of Xavier and Magneto. With uh, both with both young the, and old heads. Yeah, which was awesome. And they looked phenomenal. And then they showed off some Deadpool figures. They had uh, Deadpool. Cable, Domino. Uh, Cable's going to be a Walmart exclusive. Domino, they did not say it was going to be an exclusive. Um, we get a Negasonic Teenage Warhead in the suit from Deadpool 2. And we get Deadpool, of course. Which has taken longer than I would have liked to have seen. Oh, and Mystique. And Mystique, yes. Mystique is going to be Mystique in a two-pack Logan, I think they said. With the leather jacket, Logan. Right, because I believe that, that might have been from the, the, what the first film. It would have been from X-Men 1. Yeah. I think that's how they said that was released. I'd have to double-check my notes, but um, that was a big surprise. They showed off a vintage or retro-style Spider-Man the Animated Series line. Uh, throwback to those figures. They they showed three figures. They showed a revamped Spider-Man with a completely new, completely body retooled sculpt. body, um, with articulation similar to the Power Rangers Lightning Collection line. Um, at least in the torso, he's got the the uh, he's got the the hinge on the lower part of his torso, and then the floating upper torso. Gwen Stacy that also comes with a Mary Jane head, which is a little confusing to me because that's a very Gwen Stacy outfit. Very. Um, and then finally Peter Parker. Using the body, I believe, of the, um, the special edition Stan Lee. The leather jacket might be a bit different. It might be a different sculpt for the jacket. Um, I'd have to compare the two but if anything was different I, would, I think that's all it is and obviously the head uh he's got those big coke bottle glasses and then he comes with the extra head with the spider sense where half of it is the mask um that's a long time coming i was really happy to see it and if we learned anything from hasbro there's a chance that if this line sells well we may get a wave too they showed a lot of x-men I know we're talking about Spider-Man, but they showed a lot of X-Men. They showed Age of Apocalypse. 
A whole um, lot of apocalypse. A whole lot of apocalypse. They had a fan, not X-Men specifically, but they had a fan, actually not X-Men at all. The <laughs> fan vote this year is the uh, white costume Electra, Lady Sif, and Silk. And the cool thing, they said that the winner will be unveiled at San Diego Comic-Con and will also be available to buy there that day. Um, the fan vote goes from tonight until next Friday. And they said they will not make the other two figures. Well, at least not in the foreseeable future. Because they, they said in the past it's kind of been like, oh, we're not making them, and then they come out. But we've also had instances where we were going to get ourselves a modern rogue figure in the Wolverine Marvel Legend line, which uh, I think only survived maybe two waves. Or, or maybe it turned into X-Men Legends at some point. But um, we're getting that rogue in the green and white suit. And that made me real happy. Uh, I love the Jim Lee design, of course. But let's face it, Rogue deserves another figure. And the way they've gone with this one, I think it's even uh, a slight improvement on what we saw could have been released years ago. They also showed the Avengers video game line, which will be the first non-movie figures to feature the photorealistic likeness. Um, we had Kamala Khan, Cap, Iron Man, a GameStop exclusive. I believe they call it Starburst Iron Man. Maybe, I don't know. Um, it's they, a predominantly white and gray suit with some gold highlights, and uh, it screams space. Oh, the Space Iron Man. Yes. That's that's another, I believe, suit design from the game, which they didn't want to talk about. Yeah, they didn't much. want to get into that. Yeah, you're right. They didn't um, want to give anything away to the, to, uh, from the game or to the storyline, but uh, it's definitely a suit design from the game, and I think it looks fantastic. And there's a GameStop exclusive Outback Hulk that goes with the video game. Um, and to finish out that wave, they had Captain Marvel, Marvel. Marvel, right. Um, Decree. Who else was in it? Leader. Leader, not not like high top leader, not mm -hmm. ball sack head <laughs> leader. <laughs> we also get uh from the New Warriors Rage. No, he was in that. Yeah, he was in Avenger. No, he was in that, the, the that Avengers lineup? Wave. Yeah. And who was the other? Who was that all? I thought Mark One. Mark One was in it. Mach 1. Mach 1 of the Thunderbolts. And very appropriately, they use parts from uh, the Beetle from the Spider-Man Marvel Legends line from a couple years back. I believe it was Ultimate Beetle. It was a red and silver suit with yellow eyes. It might have been from the cartoon as well. I'm not sure, but I think it was a vast improvement over the uh, the purple and green classic design again when when it comes to what I like my tastes tend to lean towards modern but uh, it looks like they use the same base body or at least the legs and some of the torso of that beetle in Mach One which makes perfect sense because it's the same guy in different armor and the build a figures video game abomination right and that thing is an absolute beast it's a terrific design I don't remember. 
seeing it before. Maybe it's been the promos. I haven't watched absolutely everything when it comes to um, promotions for the game, but uh, I think it's a big improvement over what we've seen in the movie. And we've already gotten, uh, let's say, about three different iterations of Abomination, maybe even four in Marvel Legends so far. If you want to go back to the toy biz, we had the Villains Wave Abomination, and there was a variant with some kind of like really like scarred or some kind of damaged face or some like bright green veins or blood. And we also had the Build-A-Figure Abomination and the one from, was it the Raft Pack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Abomination has been getting a lot of attention as of late. Uh, yes, I'm kind of disappointed we don't get to see a uh, MCU Abomination. I think that's been horribly overlooked. But this one, just terrific stand-in for now. And then they had the Sugarman wave. Right. Age of Apocalypse. Uh, when I was younger, this storyline was kind of like, uh, it was my version of Days of Futures Past. X-Men time travel in their stories all the time. All the time. It's kind of annoying. Um, and usually ends up making pretty significant changes uh, in the storylines afterwards. But uh, I always like the character designs. We're getting a Wild Child. We're getting a Dark Beast. We're getting uh, Weapon X, another Weapon X Wolverine uh, with the missing hand. One of my personal favorites, <clears throat> we're getting Morph. As ridiculous as he looks, Morph to me has always kind of been like if the mask was an X-Man, that's Morph. And uh, I can get behind that. Uh, also, Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Apocalypse. This thing is massive. It comes with uh, a skull that he holds and two alternate heads. He has a stoic, uh, devious look and kind of this wild laughing cackle head as well. Uh, I'm really excited for these. And Sugar Man is the build a figure. Um, I think we've only ever seen him once before, way, way back in the Toy Biz line. And uh, it looks ridiculous in mm-hmm. all the right ways. They also showed in their vehicle line uh, Frank Castle with a black motorcycle. The rumor leading up to Toy Biz was that we were going to get the van. I was a little disappointed we didn't get the van, but the motorcycle does look cool. You're a Punisher guy. What do you think of that figure? I'm glad to see it. Um, comes with you're just excited multiple for heads. Fucking Viking helmet. Okay. Vikings didn't have horns on the helmets, but I can't help but calling it anyway. Um, this guy looks like an absolute street warrior. He's got a baseball bat in one hand and a machete in the other, and he's ready to kill. Um, the design is great. I think we might have seen this spike before, maybe on the Wolverine, but it's got a like just a clean matte black finish. It's very sharp. And um, Punisher's a pretty basic guy. 
but this version I, I think we've uh we've deserved this for a while it's very stripped down he doesn't come with a full um arsenal it's just two hand weapons and he's ready to rage i'm not sure if it's from any of the books um i have not been reading it for a while but i'm happy to see what they've done with it and that's going to end up on the shelf no doubt uh one's character i'd skip out on where we are getting a um we are getting a age of apocalypse gene gray as well as uh nathan gray x-man from that timeline which is basically another version of a cable and Sunspot. Mm. No, I'm sorry, no. Sunfire. I always get them mixed up. We're getting a Sunfire in... Uh, we've, we've had this version before, but this is using the newer body style that they've uh, had in the figures for Legends as of late. So, yeah, we're going to end up getting him too. Uh, all very impressive sculpts. We also checked out very briefly Super 7. Um, half of their display was just the reaction figures. Um, and they had, some, they had a lot of baseball figures, which was kind of cool to see. Nothing I would buy, but still cool. They had a lot of mascots, um, basketball. Uh, I think we had Beavis and Butthead, right? <laughs> Toxic Avenger, Turtles. Um, what else do we have here? Transformers, SpongeBob, Andre the Giant, uh, Pee Wee's uh, Funhouse. And then on the other side, we had the, the Ninja Turtle figures, um, which I think look amazing. They're based off the original Playmates toy line. Uh, they had Series 2 on display, which is Leonardo, Shredder, Bebop, and Muckman. Um, they look great. Uh, I like the alternate head on Leo and Raph as opposed to the toy head. Um, just like a grit to him. He just looks really cool. Um, they also had Andre the Giant on display, which looked amazing. Um, I was a little disappointed they didn't have the New Japan figures up. Um, they just had like a little cardboard placard for them. Um, and speaking of wrestling figures, I was a little disappointed that we couldn't get into Jazzwares. Um, I don't think our interviews till Monday, which we won't be there for it anyway. Um, I wanted to check out the AEW figures and uh, they had a bunch of wrestlers there too, actually. They had Hangman Page and then um, and they had someone else there too, showing off the figures. Um, I want to see how they scale up to uh, Mattel's Elite wrestlers i think that'll be the the make or break for a lot of wrestling fans to see how they scale with each other um but they there's no denying that they do look pretty damn cool and i i'm we're gonna end this with in my opinion stole toy fair today it was my first and i've had chances to go before uh, weather has held me back. There's been snowstorms uh, that kept me from making it out of the house on those days. Uh, there was another time where I got sick the day before. And of course, <laughs> Friday night, feel fine. Wake up Saturday morning. We're not leaving. All of Sunday, a little bit better, but not 
not good enough. And by Monday morning, feeling just just fantastic and ready to go back to work. <laughs> so um, I want to thank Mike for. Oh, well, we're not done. We got one more thing to talk about. Who stole Toy Fair today? Oh. We didn't talk about one one place we went. Hmm. Oh, I guess it didn't leave an impression on you like it did on me. Uh, you tell you tell me yours. I'll tell you mine. Casey Jones, Togar, and Razar. Oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about NECA. We missed the NECA. Well, you saved the best for last. Um, wow. The inner child was super, super happy today. That Toka and Razar from Secret of the Ooze. I never thought I'd ever seen anything like it. With the little box of donuts. <laughs> is that going to be a two-pack packing? I hope so. I hope that one of those donuts is broken open with the little uh, ice cubes in it. <laughs> um, they had them on display. The Super Shredder looked amazing. Um, a two-pack of Casey and Raph. Raph in the trench coat from when they first meet in the park. Um model not Casey Jones <laughs> oh my god that figure is on point unfortunately we won't get an unmasked likeness but um, they've done fantastic with what they could get and um, yeah I'm definitely going to end up having one on my shelf to Raphael doubt. they had a bunch of animated figures on display um, they had all three Triceratons, which is they're the first company to do that. The uh, the green one, which we've never seen before as a toy, um, you know, the regular orange one and uh, a yellow one, I believe. Um, they had Baxter, they had Splinter, they all looked amazing. Um, they had a tease, oh, they had Krang's Android body which is the first time we're seeing that in person. They had the rock soldiers. Um, and there were Easter eggs all throughout those displays. They also had a quarter scale animated raft. Um, moving on to horror, they were teasing ultimate ghost face, which was not ready to be shown, but they did have the box for it. Uh, we had some new gremlins. We had... Uh, chapter two, it Pennywise with four different heads, which looked fantastic. Uh, Annabelle, which we've seen before, Toonie Terrors, Reagan, right? she's spitting out the, the pea soup. Um, <laughs> Victor Crowley, they also had a Mego style Victor Crowley, um, an updated Mego Ghostface. Uh, oh my god, uh, John from They Live, Roddy Piper. Looked amazing. Loomis and Laurie Strode from Halloween 2. I'm hoping they, you know, give uh, Loomis an ultimate treatment as well. Aliens and Predators. We're seeing lots of Predators being remade. You can never have enough Predators. And it looks like we're getting some rehashes of the Lost Tribe, but with better articulation and maybe even some different weapons from what I see. Uh, there's an absolutely brutal axe and mace that come along with one of these guys. And um, if we're going to do it over again, I got to see a little bit of something different, something extra. And that's exactly what they're giving us. 
and they uh, were showing off their 40th anniversary alien line. Um, and those look really cool. We're getting some figures that we were missing from that movie. So it'll be cool to, you know, almost finish that out. Oh, Jaws. They had, they had a two-pack of Jaws on display there, too. And the big reveal, I think, was Back to the Future. I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. They had Marty, they had two different Marty McFlies. They had, you know, the the Marty McFly and they had the hazmat suit Marty. Um and that's all they've shown so far. Hopefully we we get a more complete cast. Um but I mean he looks amazing. Yeah, and now that we've have uh the door open for Michael J. Fox uh likenesses. I'm hoping they get around to doing a Teen Wolf. That would be cool. That is a personal favorite of mine. So out of everything you saw today, what is, give me your, your number one thing. Oh, because I wasn't expecting it. And I always wanted it, but I could understand if I never got it. I would have to say the Fox Films rendition of the X-Men in Marvel Legends style. I know we got characters from those films before. It was in the early days of Marvel Legends. Uh, The likenesses weren't too great. The articulation wasn't quite there yet. We still had action features involved. And, uh, you know, I wasn't all that into those. Nightcrawler turned out okay back in the day, but... He was a fantastic figure, Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. He was really nice. But what we are getting now is going to blow all of them out of the water. Easily. Easily. Um, I think my I think anybody that knows me knows that is gonna is gonna be able to guess this. Casey Jones. Casey Jones is a figure I suspected was coming, but seeing him in person It, it, you know, it, it, there's almost no words for it. Casey's one of my all-time favorite characters from my all-time favorite movie. So being one step closer to completing that movie line is amazing. I do not think the chances of getting April are very good right now. Um, and that's all we'd really need at this point. I would gladly take a Tatsu, but um, I'll be realistic. Uh, Casey was Casey was amazing to see. Togar and Razor were amazing to see. Those figures look uh, un, unreal. I mean, the detail on them, the size on them, they are they dwarf the turtles. I can't wait to to pose them grabbing Mikey, ready to swing him around and throw him into the nightclub. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> they so are pumped. absolutely intimidating. I'm so pumped for those figures. Um. And if you appreciate toys in general, even if you're not all that big of a Turtles fan, if you even lightly appreciate them or have seen the film, you have to check these out. Um, The likenesses are spot on. And the amount of work and paint detail and sculpt that's going into it, they really are incredible. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That was my... My favorite thing today was what NECA put out for Turtles, uh, especially the movies. Um, you know, th- that was our day one. We're going back tomorrow. We got a couple booths to check out. Um, 
so we're looking forward to another exciting day. Hopefully, see some more cool shit. And uh, you know, I'd like to see some stuff that tops today, but I, I don't know if anything's gonna top those turtles. Well, we didn't get by McFarland. We've only ever seen some pictures. Maybe we get a chance to take a peek around there. Um, I don't think, yeah, we don't have access to Mattel, but I'm really excited to see what they plan on doing with uh, having Masters of the Universe back in their hands, back in their control with the Netflix series, uh, both of the cartoons coming out. Uh, rumor has it Netflix will take over the live action film as well. I hope it happens. Uh, I know we're, we're not going to see anything from that at Toy Fair. We're still, I think, couple of years off from that but uh, I'm really excited to see what we're going to get from He-Man this year hopefully it's something good I mean Super 7 I think did a nice job with the with the original movie figures um, I think they're going to be hard to top right now so it'll be interesting to see what they're ready to put out for Masters with, with all the exciting things happening for that license right now um I don't know. I had a good day today, Joe. I, it was fun to see a lot of stuff, fun to hang out with you. Um, you know, let, let's get you back on here again soon and, and talk more, more toys. I'd love to. It's been a good time. Thanks right. for having me. All right, buddy. I had a good time toying around with you today. Uh, guys, next week, tune in. Very special episode. I, uh, I'm going to have Corey Gregory of Prince Daddy and the Hyena on. Um, we recorded – we had a great time talking to each other and that'll be up next Saturday. So look forward to that. Uh, so I'll see you guys next weekend. Take care.